Happy Mother's Day week, my dear intentional friends. Well, today, the secret is out. You're listening to the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, the place for an intentional mom to build a strong family. Let's get started with more intentional right now. You're about to meet the source of my intentional motherhood. You know, in the Bible, the story of Samson, who was so strong, he shares the secret that his strength was in his long hair. Well, today you get to meet the secret to how I became this person who is passionate about encouraging and equipping moms in your worthy journey of motherhood. My mother has been a great example of intentionally loving her kids, sharing her faith with her kids, having a strong work ethic, and big generosity. If you know my mom at all, you know that she definitely lives life to the fullest. It's my honor to have her in the studio this week as we talk about the importance of speaking blessing over our kids. Now, my mom is going to share a new tradition she has begun with her grandkids. It's a gift she's been giving the granddaughters, and she's talking my dad into giving the same gift to the grandsons. It's one of those most impactful blessing kind of gifts. It it is literally a gift. And I got to say, I have never heard of something as impactful as this gift is. After our time with my mom, I'm also going to wrap up today's special Mother's Day episode by sharing with you one of the mom prayers that I have included in my collection of mom prayers that is your Mother's Day gift from me this week. My blog post is a whole collection of mom prayers to you. Now let's meet my mom, Vicki Melton. She's been married to my dad for just under 55 years, and she's put up with me for 48 of those years, which is no small feat. She's a real trooper, I'd say, actually. Now let's meet the Practically Speaking Mom's mom. I'm so glad you're in the studio today. Well, thank you. I'm so appreciative that you've asked me to come and join you. I'm very flattered. We have some fun things we're going to talk about today. If anyone has been an intentional mom, it is my mom. She's very good at considering what what character qualities that she is representing herself and also instilling in my brother and I growing up. I have an older brother, Darren. He's five years older than me, and he is a pastor. So mom and dad have just done a great job at focusing on character development and on knowing the Word of God and having a personal relationship with Him. And those three ingredients are pretty huge. Well, along with being really good at loving us, and you guys are just really fun parents. I didn't get that gene from you, but I got some of the others, so that's good. One thing that we're going to talk about today is something that you have been very intentional about is speaking words of affirmation over all of the grandkids. And uh, you have how many grandkids? 10 grandchildren. Okay. And then plus in-law grandkids, mm-hmm. you have five of them. Five of them. And you have three great grandbabies. Yes. And one more coming. So you have been very intentional about positive affirmation over your grandkids and, and really speaking up when they are not positively speaking about themselves Mm -hmm. as well. Can you speak to that issue? Why is that important to you? Well, because when we don't speak affirming things to ourselves, 
and we say things that are not what God would say about us, then I see it as we're insulting God. He He made each one of us, and we can't put his creations down. Yeah. Uh, now, you've had a really cool way of giving a blessing to your granddaughters. And you started this a few years ago, not very long ago, really, like maybe four years ago. Well, it was when Abby was going to turn 13. So So. she's 16 now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, right around three and a half years ago, Mm -hmm. you began this very cool, specific blessing that you give to your granddaughters. And it is probably one of their most treasured things that they have. And I would like you to tell the listeners about what this is. Okay. Well, this is a Bible that I give them, and I write in it. And what inspired me to do this was my Aunt Ellen, my mother's sister. She was a pastor's wife, and they came out of church one Sunday morning, got in their car to go home, and she put her Bible up on top of the car. And as they drove away, she forgot and left it up there. As they drove away, it blew off somewhere along the way. (laughs) And she grieved over that. She had written in it for years. And a gentleman found her Bible. And she received a phone call just a year later after she had lost it. The gentleman said, I found your Bible. I did not return it right away. I read in it what you wrote, and now I have gotten saved. And I attribute it all to your Bible and and your testimony. So this this really spoke to my heart and uh, helped me to realize that the Scripture is wonderful. A Bible is wonderful. But when you have written words in it from someone who is speaking to you, she was not speaking to him, but I... Somehow the Lord just planted in my heart that this was what I needed to do for my granddaughters. I'm hoping that my husband will get inspired and write our grandsons a letter of some sort to give them encouragement and affirmation as time goes on. So you pick out a specific Bible for a granddaughter, Mm -hmm. and then you keep it for a year, and you use that Bible, and you... You do devotions with it and underline things yes. and and what so share with us some of the things that you would put in a, in one of the Bibles. Okay, um, well, one thing I've taken on as putting in every Bible. I just gave my third one away this week to Valerie's oldest daughter, and uh, she, in a great sense, is a minister herself because she ministers to the junior high at her church. And she's now responsible for the women's ministry. So I take a spot. Usually there's a blank page between the Old and the New Testament that's big enough for their name. And I write large on this page. And like Abby, Abigail is what I wrote as an acrostic going down the page. And Grace is her second name. So for Abby, A is for able to do all that God has called you to do. B is for Bible believer. I is in the spirit. G is good at all she does. And she is very intentional at what she does. A is for ample talent in many areas. I is invigorating personality. 
which she is very positive in a permanent cheerleading section. <laughs> L is for longs to do God's will. She's always seeking God's will. And then grace is grace-filled. R is ready at all times for service. A is a part set to do God's good things. And C is for Christ in me, her motto. E is for eager to help many, which that is definitely what she is. So for her, you picked out a light blue Bible and it's got flowers on the outside. Mm -hmm. It's really cute. And then inside it has little devotionals that are in pink. And um, so lots of little extras that a teen girl would like. And then you found different things to underline and write Mm -hmm. in the margin about what you underlined and just messages that you want her to learn. So what's one that you have written? Okay, one is... Along the way in this Bible, it has love notes. And this is a love note from the, from Jesus. My child, the uncertainties of the future can fill you with fear, but you can face your eternal future with confidence. You have your own room in my father's house. I know this because I prepared it for you myself and I will return to take you there. And it's signed Lord Jesus. And then there's a question. How do Jesus' promises affect the way you view eternity? How do you feel knowing that you will be with him forever? And then I wrote a little note under that. They made a spot just for me to write. I am looking forward to this time, living with Jesus and peace. The prayers I prayed for you were bottled up and will be poured out on you after I am gone. I love you, Abby. Carry on the torch. You are awesome. So as you can imagine, this truly is an amazing treasure that mom has been making one year after another for the granddaughters. Then she's not done yet. You have one more to do. You I have, have Emma. So, oh, you have two more? I have Becca. Becca yeah. and Emma. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And so you've done Abby and Sarah. Mm-hmm. Sarah is my brother's daughter. And okay. I did Tories. So. And, and you've yeah. done Tories. Mm-hmm. So now you all know my secret. <laughs> and the secret is that my mom was an intentional mom. So <laughs> so she's really the amazing one. Oh, and I just no. am riding on her skirt tails. <laughs> no, it just The Lord did all this. It wasn't me. What more can you tell us about what you do? Well, what actually hit me was I was just going to do this for Abby. She was turning 13. What happens to a young girl when she turns 13? Her self-esteem is very low. She needs to be affirmed. She needs my faith. She needs encouragement. She needs my interest in her life. And she needs love of the scripture. So... What better way to pass on my faith than through this? And it's here much longer than I will be. And so if you were thinking to do this for your granddaughter, I would suggest to try to take the Bible with you for two years to Bible studies you go to. Jot down little things in it that you might run into in a magazine or on a TV program or something that you think that would be pertinent to their age that would help them become a stronger Christian. So that that's a really important thing. And as I ran into scripture in the Bible, I would try to think, 
how could I tell her that she's already doing these things? And I love how she does this. And she's showing her way to serve God through following his scripture, just to encourage her to continue to do that, continue to look for more scripture in there for herself. These are personalized. So that's mainly, that's mainly what I do. Well, and you also, you don't tell them that you're working on this. No. So it's a really, really big surprise when they get this, which is very cool. Mom, I wasn't, I didn't tell you ahead of time about this, but I wanted to ask you about another thing that I haven't been able to speak to on the program because this hasn't happened in my life, but you have experienced this a couple of times. You have lost some children in your lifetime. Mm -hmm. So how many you've had, how many miscarriages have you had? I've had one miscarriage at six months. And then I lost a full-term baby. Yes. And how many days did the full-term baby live? Two days. Mm -hmm. Two days. And Mm -hmm. his name was Mark. Mm -hmm. And you guys had a funeral for him. Yes. And he was born before me. Yes. So Mm -hmm. he was the middle child. And then the the miscarriage you had was after I was born. Mm -hmm. And I remember it, but I was pretty young. So what could you tell from your heart to moms who have gone through this, what helped you heal? I mean, to lose a baby at six months is very tragic. To lose a full-term baby who, you know, you deliver and you think everything's fine, Mm -hmm. to lose a baby at that point two days after that is beyond devastating. So what are some words that you could share with moms who maybe have experienced that level of of brokenness. Okay. Yes, it was a a big challenge and probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to go through. But my parents were so understanding with me. And so uh, my husband and I and our two-year-old moved back into the house with them. And, um, I realized that the more I could talk about the situation, the quicker I was healing from it. And I didn't feel like talking about it with just anyone. So my parents were the best ones and they were great listeners. And it, it really brought about healing a scripture that was so valuable to me. And it, I'm sorry, but it was in the King James version. It's best in that version for this particular reason. It's Isaiah 57, 1, and it says, A young man is taken before his time to avoid evil days ahead. And as I read through that many times, I told the Lord I would much rather let my son go on and be in heaven with you to protect him from evil days that would be coming ahead that he might not be able to withstand. And um, so that helped me. It also catapulted me into nursing school. So I went through nursing school for three years to just get my mind into something positive. And I thought I would be helping people. Well, the Lord had a surprise for me. I did best in pediatrics on my state boards and ended up being in charge of the children's ward in our hospital when as soon as I got out of school. He certainly took my tragedy and he does that with our tragedies. He makes 
wonderful things happen and we're able to help others through that situation. Thanks mom for sharing that. I'm sure that means a lot to a lot of moms who have experienced similar pain. I'll ask you about one more thing while I've got you on here. Most years for many, many years now, you have been in charge of a mother's day banquet at your church. And why do you do that? Why do you go to, to all that work every year? What, what are you trying to accomplish? I believe that mothers hold a big responsibility and they carry a heavy burden for their children. And God puts that nurturing love within them. He compares his love to a mother's love. And I believe that they need to be affirmed and they need to be loved. That's my way of expressing it, I guess, and doing what I can to bless them. Well, I think you guys are getting an idea of how I may have become a person who would be passionate about encouraging and equipping moms in their worthy journey of motherhood. So thank you, mom, for all that you have poured into my life to then help me to go out and do the same. I've enjoyed every minute of it. And thank you for such wonderful grandchildren you gave me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's God, but you're welcome. I hope you enjoyed meeting my mom as much as I enjoyed having her join me in the studio today. I would recommend waiting until your child is at least in middle school or older before you give them a Bible like this, as the middle school through young adult years are the years of searching for life meaning, for personal significance, for figuring out one's connection to their heritage and what they believe about God. This is an important stage. And a gift like this can leave a lasting imprint on their heart and soul. Now to end this Mother's Day episode, I want to share with you just a bit from a collection of prayers that I've made for you all intentional moms. These prayers are a collection that I'm giving you this week as my gift to you in the blog post. Before I share one of those prayers, let me tell you the title of next week's podcast. It's called The Practically Speaking Mom's Guide to Tackling Your To-Do List. Organization, I love it. Okay, that's what's next week. Now let's wrap up this special week, moms, by just me saying thank you. Thank you for letting me walk this journey of motherhood with you. I am so honored that you would allow me to have a little part of your life every week. It means a great deal to me, and it is why I do this ministry. So let's look at just one of the prayers that I have in the collection I'm giving you this week. This prayer is called An Intentional Mom's Prayer in the Complexity of Life. Dear Lord, Compel me according to your will to speak or to be silent, to move or to stand firm, to take action or hold restraint. Help me to identify you at work around me and then to join you in your work. Purify my heart, purify my perspective, my motives, my agenda to make room for your perspective and your motives and your agenda. Give me the courage and wisdom to stand with you no matter what the cost. In the precious holy name of Jesus the Christ, amen. 
let it be so. Happy Mother's Day, my dear, dear friends. I will see you next week when we get all practical and organized with our to-do list. I'm praying for you, Mom. No matter what season of motherhood you're in, God has a purpose for your steps, and He's walking right beside you. When you weep, He weeps with you. And when you're anxious, He wants to be your comfort and your peace. And then, when your journey begins to reveal the redemption and victory that He was working on for you all along, God is going to be rejoicing with you on that day too. It's been an honor to spend time with you today. If this podcast has been a blessing, share it with a friend, leave a review, and head over to practicallyspeakingmom.com to subscribe to my weekly email that contains that week's podcast episode, blog post, and show notes. Join me on Instagram at Practically Speaking Mom and in my Facebook group, Intentional Mom Strong Family. See you next week. Thank you.